Good evening, everyone. Um, it's called, tonight is, um, we're filling in for Pastor Monsing Lee, who does the School of Supernatural on Thursday nights. Um, and we're sorry we started a little late. <laughs> we started a little late because we had some technical opportunities. Opportunities. There we go. <laughs> and so, um, Diana Cardaway and myself, Crystal Kemp, we're filling in for Pastor Lonzine Lee, and we're going to be uh, reading from her book called Kingdom 101. And we also will have some help from New York, Frederick Johnson. Um, he'll be um, chiming in throughout the, throughout the program. So, first I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for your your protection. We thank you for your guidance. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to, as we do in our bloodline cleansing, relax and rely on you, Holy Spirit. We thank you that you have everything under control, that you give us what to say, how to say it, and you have prepared our hearts, our minds to just flow with you. So I thank you tonight for this opportunity. We thank you for Pastor Lanzine while she's getting some rest and some time with you. We thank you for our apostle, Dr. Baker, uh, for her covering and her love. And we thank you for our house, Astounding Love, and More Than Enough Ministries, and everyone that's gathered here on Periscope and on, our, on the telephone. We say God bless you all, and Lord, we thank you for this time, and we praise you in Jesus' name. And we're going to start off with Diana Cardaway. All right, so I get to uh, I get to start off. Well, first of all, I want to say we have the opportunity to to go through the book, and Pastor Lonzine gave us the option to choose what it is that we felt needed to be spoken. And so, as I was going through the things through the through the different chapters, first of all, I want to say every chapter is off the charts amazing. Um, but this one in particular, I thought would be a good foundation to start so that we can expand our minds and then build upon this. And so this one is actually at the beginning and it's at, the name of this chapter is don't let this happen to you anymore. So once I read this, we'll get our mind in a different place and then we build from there. And I will start. Okay, so. How many hundreds of thousands of people attend church every week yet never receive the truth of God's original plan for their lives because of the other voices in their heads? Sadly, most miss, miss out on the ministry of Holy Spirit for the same reason. They have not learned yet to recognize his voice above all others. While they sit in the sanctuary pew or chair distracted by everything around them and within them the spirit of god is speaking he yearns for each person to accept his invitation and let him answer in every circumstance that they face just as i missed out on much of what the bible teachers were saying about the true freedom and deliverance there are church buildings filled with folks just like i was ignorant of their God-given identity, they are duped into brooding over demonic chatter about their families, finances, food, friends, or foes. While sitting in the church, some are still caught up 
and the same worries of life, deceitful pleasures of riches, conflicts, and the desires for other things that they pursued as pagans. This is according to Mark 4, 1 to 20. Since tablets, and this is, I'm guilty of this one. <laughs> Since tablets and cell phone apps are so prevalent, many come to church without an actual Bible. They use the Bible apps on the same device that gives access to the outside world. Social media, texting, games, and even phone calls can't wait until after God finishes speaking. They may half listen to the preacher's message, but the seed of the word is stolen before they exit the building or drive out of the parking lot. Consequently, they remain ignorant of their kingdom access to God's promises. This is how so many people can attend church religiously, but live unfruitful, secularly based lives. They fail to actualize the supernatural power of God's faith and instead operate in next to zero power against the works of darkness. They remain human instead of accessing their superhuman identity. For the time is coming when people will not tolerate sound and wholesome instruction. We're there, we're there now. But having ears itching, they will gather, which itching, and I'm gonna say in parentheses, for something pleasing or gratifying that they will gather to themselves one teacher after another to considerable number chosen to satisfy their own liking and to foster the errors they hold and will turn aside from hearing the truth and wander off into myths and man-made fictions. This is according to 2 Timothy 4 to 3, or 4, 2 Timothy 4, 3 to 4. That's the Amplified. The opportunity for victory passes us by when we become distracted and lose focus. And when we begin to miss out on what God is saying to us through ministers, the demonic litany of lies, pride, former lusts, temptation, and past sins move upon our thoughts like a swarm of flies. We start to act like double-minded individuals living in ignorance and unbelief and of the unseen realm of God. But we are called to walk by faith and not by natural sight. This is according to Matthew 13, 22, Mark 4, 19, Romans 10, 3, 1 John 2, 16, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, and James 1 through 8, and James 4 through 8. Don't let this happen to you anymore. So I thought this was a, this was a wonderful way to uh, lay the foundation. And so now that we've made the decision, or at least I hope you have, and I know I have, we're going to listen with a different set of ears. Really All right? Good. No more. I thought that was really good. Um, as we, I'm actually, I have been guilty of that myself, you know, because when you first come into, um, and, and by the way, we're going to open it up to questions. So if you have any questions after we finish reading, be, feel free to ask those questions, okay? Um, but I kind of want to make a comment about what you just wrote, read, Wish we did read it right then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what Pastor Monzi wrote. But um, I think that, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I know that when I first um, gave my life to the Lord, I didn't really study the word like we are now, really understanding what Jesus did for us, all that he did and what it all meant to us, and really how to walk that out. So, um, I can truly identify with what you just wrote, 
Red. Why am I saying rope? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I do identify with that, but I'm so glad that um, our apostle and our pastor are teaching us how to live a kingdom life. Yes. And even reading this book, Kingdom 101, it is so, um, I think, essential for all of us that are learning how to walk in the kingdom. It's almost like a handbook for what to do along, you know, pairing it with the Bible. And it's a lot of scripture in here. So um, I'm excited about what we're doing tonight. It's an instruction manual. Mm -hmm. It really is. When you start to read all this and it gives you step by step and it kind of explains things and we can see ourselves in each one of these and I think, oh man, I do that. And, oh man, I do that. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it kind of says something to the spirit, says something to the mind, and then you have a choice to make. Do you want to, do you want to continue on the path? That was powerless or do you want to continue in a different direction and be able to walk in power and the other thing um and we've heard that this here in this house before is that if you can come into the presence of god and still be distracted by the phone and the text and you got an email and something's on sale and so and so then we don't place value in the number one the word of god and the presence of god and we're still living very worldly lives because these take precedence over um, what it is that God's saying. So that, uh, that, that one helped me out. Okay, so I wanna read from the Divine Invitation to Rule. This is uh, one of the chapters in uh, Kingdom 101. And to me, it really struck home since last night we were at, um, um, excuse me, what is it? What is the program from last night? Tuesday night chat with Dr. Tuesday Baker. night chats with Dr. B. Baker and how um, Holy Spirit was speaking through her about really learning how to walk in the kingdom, how to walk in the spirit. And when I read uh, a divine invitation to rule, it just paired right up. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. The beginning says, "Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life." for I am your oasis. This is Matthew 11, 28, and that's from the um, um, TPT version. The calling of God is a divine spirit to spirit invitation. Acceptance of his call is our first step toward resting in our God ordained destiny. When we accept the gift of intimate relationship with our creator king, we're relieved of the burden of solidarity life. Through our acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Savior and our owner, Lord, his, uh, excuse me, his Father becomes our Father. We are spiritually transformed from orphans into sons. We're adopted into the family of God. Boy, that sounds so good, doesn't it? <laughs> Long before he laid down earth's foundation, he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. Ephesians 1, 4 through 5, and that's from the message version. And um, John 20, 17 says, and he's, only, and he's not only my father in God, but now he's your father in God. Now go to my brothers and tell them what I've told you, that I am ascending to my father and your father. And to my God and your God. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. 
Our, our born from above spirits are able to communicate directly with our Father's spirit. He hears us and we can hear him. We have become his sons, one of him, one with him, just as Jesus prayed. While in the earth, Jesus manifested the character of the Father, revealing God's true nature and the love for his children. The kingdom message was not just to the, to the disciples and apostles of that day, but for all who followed in the, uh, in the in, uh, in, excuse me, for all who followed in this time. Neither for these alone do I pray. It is not for their sake only that I make this request, but also for all those who will ever come to believe in, trust in, cling to, and rely on me through, through their word and teaching. And that's John 17, 20, the Amplified Classic. We have lived in this earth for years, believing that we are subject to sickness, disease, and demonic uh, dictates that are a common plight of, the, of humanity. But through kingdom citizenship, our bodies are allowed to experience the authoritative power and benefits of our spiritual transformation. Sonship releases the blessing of the Lord. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Genesis 1.28. And that's in the uh, New King James uh, Version. We are blessed in all things by our covenant-making, covenant-keeping God. Blessed with health, wealth, wisdom, expansion, success, and dominion power. Our access to the supernatural, compassionate love of our Father God is unlimited. Did you hear that? It's unlimited. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. He has already delivered us from demonic works of darkness. It's up to us to exercise our faith, activate our dominion, and grab hold of everything that he has provided. And that just kind of ties into what um, Dr. Baker was saying yesterday, how to practice to walk in the spirit and to know that we have that dominion power. We have authority over this body. God gave it to us. Isn't that? It's just so powerful. Yeah. I mean, when I read it, it just kind of, it renewed, um, it renewed that in my spirit and even in my, in my mind, just reading through it. And it says, see Luke 4, 18 through 21. John 14, 12, and Romans 8, 35 through 39, 1 Corinthians uh, 13, 8, and 1 Timothy 6, 12. It ties it all together. Our souls, which is our mind, will, and emotions, have to be trained. Doesn't that sound familiar, guys? <laughs> One more time. As disciples, disciplined students, kings, priests, citizens, sons, and ambassadors of heaven's kingdom in the earth. This is who we are. We have a mandate to follow Christ's example and our minds align with his mind of faith in, in, in obedience to God. We learn how to think the same way Jesus did. Wow. When you think about it like that, that really is like, wow, we're learning how to think the same way Jesus did. The same way. <laughs> I don't know. Just, you know. This is, it's, it's just beautiful. Then our faith-filled words resonate in the spirit realm with the sound of his voice. 
we're not even in it. I mean, we, we speak it, but it resonates with the sound of his voice. Now that we get the angel, now we get the angels working because they hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Wow. You see that picture? Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Psalms 103, 20, and that's the New King James Version. Without exception, the works Jesus performed show us that the will of the Father is always to heal, to restore, to deliver, to cast out devils, and abundantly provide for his children. Then through his children, God wants to take care of the rest of the world. Remember, Holy Spirit is your teacher. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, I could read that chapter over and over and over again. Let me just tell you what chapter that was, or at least the um, the title of the chapter. Because this was the divine invitation to rule, and we're ruling here on earth. <laughs> anyway, anyone have any questions about what I read, or any comments? It's open for comments as well. Okay, I just want everyone to know, those of you who are on Periscope and those on the phone and those are here, we were given the book. We get to choose what we wanted to read, and I'm and we did not consult with one another. We're just reading this for the first time, and I'm amazed how it's flowing already because that was a good intro to the next chapter. Because this is totally Holy Spirit. All right, so now we're going to move into Thy Kingdom Come. And again, this is more instruction. So this is, this is uh, we can take this and we can apply it. We can be uh, a kingdom citizen if we choose. Uh, this one is called The Kingdom Come. For the word of God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the life, which is the soul, and the immortal spirit. Immortal. And of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. This is according to Hebrews 4.12 in the Amplified. Initially, I read my Bible like it was a good collection of stories. <laughs> See, isn't that something? <laughs> As you know, God pours himself out to us in those 66 books, sharing the heart of the Father King, desirous of relationship with his children, and the desires of a king seeking his bride. From Genesis to Revelation, the word of God is alive and filled with written invitations to enjoy intimate fellowship with him. See Hebrews 4, 12 to 13. But even though I loved reading my Bible, I was disengaged from the aspect of the author. Rather than catching on to the life-changing truth that God was expressing his passion for me on those pages, I just enjoyed the stories. Prayer was a regular part of my life, but most of those early prayers weren't mixed with faith or expectancy, so they profited little. See Hebrews 4, 2. My feelings dictated my prayers in place of what God's word said. I prayed a lot of, if it be thy will, please let it be. Nonsense, because I did not comprehend that his word is his will. I prayed about the things that I wanted God to do for me 
instead of receiving by faith what he has already done. The spiritual disconnect was tied to my soulish belief that I needed to change my behavior to get on God's good side. Is that your problem too? I think a lot of us have that problem. <laughs> when I get good enough, maybe. No, you're good enough now. Just didn't, didn't, it's a, You just made that choice. That's what religion teaches. A circumstantial whatever will be will be kind of foolishness that casts God into the role of fickle deity that might or might not help us based on our behavior. Honey, if that was the case, nobody would be saved. That's for darn sure. Thank God my mother introduced me to the ministry of a woman named Barbara Arbo. She is one of the great gifts released into the body of Yeshua. Her instructions in praying the amplified word quite literally changed my life. My mother also introduced me to a woman of God named Dorothy Small. Now she goes by the name Code. Who kept gently, gently questioning me about what God was really saying. I can still hear her lovely voice saying, Sister, did you read in the Bible where? And then it's dot, 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 question mark. <laughs> then she'd go on to teach me how to distinguish between how I felt versus what the Bible says. Man, that is so key. Forget what you feel. What does God what does God say? We hear that a lot in this in this house. Forget forget your feelings. What is God saying? Praise God for this amazing woman of faith. Miss Dor Mrs. Dorothy has a childlike faith and passion for the mysteries of God. She mentored me out of a lot of ignorant places and inspiring me to never give up on choosing to trust God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mrs. Dorothy Small Code. One other thing happened during that time. Without my knowledge, the Holy Spirit was working through all these scenarios, teaching me a kingdom lesson on how obedient sowing leads to a reaping of kingdom harvest. This was a subtle God encounter with gentle guidance and instruction. As I learned to pray the word, I kept being drawn to end my prayers with these words, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in me. Amen. Ooh, I like that. My start may have been traditional, but the time had to come to upgrade my storyline. New discoveries were on the horizon. My destiny scroll was unfurling to the place where I would begin to learn the importance of manifesting the kingdom of God in the earth. Like you, I was about to be introduced to Kingdom 101. <laughs> wow. I actually um, want to introduce Frederick so he can come in and yes. give his input. And we kind of, uh, we're playing this by ear, so just work with us. Um, he's on a conference line, so we're going to, um, I, I think I'm going to let you let him talk. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because it's easier to hear him. I just want to make a comment about what I just read. Go ahead. I think so many of us are praying with the intent of what we believe is an obedient prayer. But reading that, we start to realize that so many of our prayers are empty and are unanswered simply because we don't know how to pray according to his will. We don't ask for what we 
are expecting, we ask, we pray according to what he's already given. And that, that I think many of us were, were praying wrong. <laughs> Not it's anymore. It's so wonderful, though, that um, how God comes in, he corrects us. I know through this house, anyway, um, our leadership, they they seek him, and then they what he imparts to them, they then teach us. So they started to teach us how to pray correctly, how to, I mean, everything we need, God said he already provided. So we don't have to pray for what we need. We found that out, right? Yes. And we and they showed us according to the word that you don't have to pray for what you need. But you can pray and declare and decree those things that is according to his word. So we, we all learn that, and I think that's a really good point. That's an excellent Well, we, I think many of us start with um, begging, pleading, <laughs> desperate, and it, and it doesn't have to be like that because the word says everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness has already been given. Mm-hmm. We just have to go in and say thank you very much. <laughs> right. That's because we didn't know our wrong. We didn't know. But hopefully those of you who are on Periscope, those of you who are, who are on the phone, and even those of us who are in here and those of us who are reading mm-hmm. are grasping it and gonna, it's going to application is everything mm-hmm. thank you um, I'm going to try to get Frederick you guys just bear with me okay how do I now in Frederick there yes okay hold on just a sec alright um, whatever you want to share go for it I'll read from the portion called Kingdom Origin Summarized I won't read the whole thing. I'll just start reading and then I'll stop when appropriate. Number one, God is spirit, creator and possessor of the heavens and earth, ruler, king. See Genesis 1.1. Two, the kingdom of God is older than man. Three, the message of the kingdom is not new. It is the original, quote, from the beginning, end quote, message. Do you have any comments about what you read? If someone has a comment, I'll let them speak first, and then I'll 
Frederick, there are no comments in the house, so go for it. <laughs> so for me, what's amazing with all of it is we first, again, thank you as you did give a thanks and an honor to Pastor Lanzine and to Dr. Baker, the apostle, and the whole congregation and God himself. It's that none of us know this provides an origin. I mean, even just the title of the section, Kingdom Origin Summarized. And everything relates to the Bible. I've been listening to the simplicity and listening to how God is speaking through you, Crystal, and through you, Diana. And it's his word. And for me, I'm still learning. And so this helps me because I'm learning like a kid, a child. God is spirit. I have to remind myself of that. I was on the train today. I live in New York. People that are watching or listening. Um, and I was on the subway train. And there was a moment where I had to speak that out of my mouth. God is spirit. Um, these things, these, these words that are written, I won't call them things, these words that are written on this document points us to the Bible, the Word of God, and everything that is being spoken about tonight's show is why we are all here. Everything in existence. Kingdom origin summarized, even in a section. And I really enjoy both of you how you express how reading these sections of the book have opened up even more and really it helps us fall more in love with God who loves us. Mm -hmm. uh, as a house, one of the things that we have and it's been we've been given a word to meditate on every day. Same pastor who wrote this book, she's also been the one overseeing the word, the scripture that we've been given. And today's word came out of First John. I'm sure we'll find it somewhere in this book, Kingdom 101, because she references the Bible throughout the entire book, because those are the only words that matter. But it was, we love him because he first loved us. And when I'm looking at Kingdom Origin summarized, in all of this, yes, you heard me reading the numbers one, two, three, because I can see it. When you get the book, you'll be able to read it as well. But we love him because he loved us. All of this is who he is. He is love. That's the important part of everything that we're talking about, is that God is love. That's my comment. Thank you, Frederick. Thank you. Let me set this up. I think this is better if I just hold it. Oh, comment. Um, I just wanted to comment that um, what came to my mind when we were talking about uh, walking and you know um, learning how to be students um, 
to walk and learn of God's word and, and how to walk in more and more in the spirit and that, I thought about um, what came to my mind was a snake shedding its skin, like the former things, like just, you know, shedding the skin and just leaving it behind. Mm -hmm. That's what just came to my mind. Oh, okay. good analogy. illustration. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Lupe. I think that's a good uh, example because we, when we, um, basically when we receive Christ and we become, he becomes Lord of our life and we, as we learned last night and also as, um, as reading this book you'll learn is that you become a new creation, brand new. So all of that old stuff is that stuff that shed off. You're that no more. You're a new being, new species of being. So that, that was a very good point. Thank you. Any other comments? Uh, yeah, comment. Praise God for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay, did you want to read another section or should I go? You go for it. I'll let you go because we seem to be flowing. All right. Well, I have the price for our citizenship. I was in this section of the book. So it just works better for me when I use the mic. I hope you guys can hear me. Okay. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has been already marked out before us. And that's Hebrews 12.1 TPT, which is the Passion Bible. As the, or the Passion Translation, as we learned. As the sozoed, and which means saved, delivered, protected, healed, preserved, made whole, we are the redeemed of the Lord, paid for with the blood of Jesus. We have a testimony given by that same blood which speaks of our new identity. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what Luffy was just commenting on. Our lives are no longer a question of what Jesus would do. No offense intended to proponents of WWJD. What would Jesus do? I know I've heard that before. <laughs> but really, that's the wrong question. Through spiritual fellowship with Holy Spirit, the one that leads and guides us, we simply ask the question, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? And then he leads us to obediently live out the divine experience of doing what Jesus did. That's beautiful. Better still, it is the Father, it is Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit within doing the work through us. Our King expects us to obey him, just as Jesus had to learn obedience. We learn to only do and say what the Father does. See John 519, 8, 28 through 29, 12, 49 through 50. He's right, it's full of scripture. <laughs> But it's, you know, it is full of scripture. It's, it's just a refreshing way to um, understand what God is saying in his word. That's what I'm getting from it. How do we increase in kingdom authority and power to speak to sickness, disease, poverty, lack, and the atmosphere and get kingdom results? By faith. We keep speaking the king's words. Cease to speak of the natural symptoms. 
Stop glorifying the works of the devil. Quit obeying the voice of logic and obey the voice of Holy Spirit. And by all means, give up believing that God wants you to be sick. He has never, or he has never, he never has, and he never will. So, you know, our ministry is called Mythbusters. That, that's a myth that we busted. <laughs> oh, wow, this is so uh, refreshing um, uh, to read because um, we learn that everything we do have, has to be by faith to live in the spirit. And this book is just um, bringing it out. It's just bringing out what the word of God already says. Faith in God is the way that his sons actively experience, oh, excuse me, experience the righteousness of the kingdom. Belief in his word above all other words increases our ability to see beyond the natural realm where your body resides. Knowledge of his character and passion leads us to obey him. Ooh. Yeah. I, you know, I have to say this, that um, you know, this, this, this book, and these are just some of the chapters of the book, um, really ignite your spirit. I, I can just say this is what it's done for me. Just reading, I, I think I read about um, four chapters, and it, my spirit leaped because that's how um, I believe spirit-filled this 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 book is. So once it, it you know once it's ready for sale, you guys jump on it. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> because it's worth it. It really is. Faith in God is the way that his sons actively experience the righteousness of the kingdom. Belief in his word above all other words increases your ability to see beyond the natural realm where your body resides. I read this again, but it must have been meant to be read again. <laughs> Knowledge of his character and passion leads us to obey him, to, leads us to obey him. Speaking what he says, even when you don't feel like it. And that's, you know, I don't know about you guys, but that is when, when like, the, what they say, the rubber meets the road. When you don't feel like it, to speak it. That, to me, is when it gets a little, you know, it's tough. But as you do it, it gets easier and easier. That's what I'm finding as I do this. So, I just figured I'd share that little piece of information. <laughs> Obedience to speak God's word in faith applies pressure on your adversary. That's what I mean. Just right there, those words. God would, God's word never fails, but you will have to make the internal decision to believe that his word always works and that it works for you, especially when your feelings are telling you something different. Wow. All the time. And it's all period, the period, time period. <laughs> we look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this. Because his heart was fo focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, this is so beautiful, he endured agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation, and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God, Hebrews 12, 2. Isn't that beautiful? And that's the Passion um, Translation. Traditional creeds might condemn, our, condemn or disparage these instructions as extreme, um, name it, claim it, 
fluff or another form of woo-woo uh, fat. Fanaticism, thank you. But traditions of men can cause the very word that you need to be ineffectual in your life. You hear that? Nurturing an undisciplined, rebellious mindset will cause you to identify with lies you choose to call truth. That's Christian religion. Been there. Don't recommend doing that. And this is her, uh, the author's words, saying uh, she was, she's been there, and she hasn't recommended. And I know I've been there as well. I don't know. How about you? <laughs> wow. Jesus focused his heart on the joy of knowing that we would be his. He focused his heart on that. This is the focus that pleased his father. The kingdom mind always chooses to identify with the beliefs that God accepts, accepts as his own, that God accepts us as his own. Our focus is always on the joy of knowing that our walk of faith pleases our Father. Wow. And we learned last night um, one of the things that the apostle was saying, faith, faith is what pleases God. The Bible says it, faith is the only thing that pleases God. So as we walk in the spirit, we have to do it by faith. And that's what, um, Pastor Monsignor is saying in this Kingdom 101 book. Wow. It's really time to recognize that Holy Spirit is the designated expert on all things God. We know that, boy. <laughs> he is our comforter. Um, that doesn't have, that's not in the book, but, well, it is in the book, but I mean, it's not saying this on the page, but he is the expert. So why wouldn't we ask the expert? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just thinking about myself. There's so many times that I forget that he's the expert. So, anyway. <laughs> if we really want to live for the king, we will have to humble ourselves. And that's hard. That's the part. I guess it's not hard. Because last night we learned that it's, the word of God is not hard. It's just being willing to do it. You know? We have to humble ourselves and take every objection and question we have about everything to Holy Spirit, everything to him. When we ask him to give us the truth, he does. He has no trickery. It says subterverge. Uh, subter, I believe that's how it's pronounced. But I had to look up that word, and it means trickery. <laughs> I said, Pastor Bonzi is truly a wordsmith. I was like, okay, pull out the dictionary. Actually, Chris and I worked on this. Chris is my daughter. And uh, she goes, Mom, it means trickery. <laughs> so she helped me with my assignment. Um, submission begins when we bow our hearts, minds, and beliefs to his will, regardless of how we feel about things. He will tell us everything we need to do with the expectation that we will believe and follow him. Wow. Remember, Holy Spirit is not merely the one that leads us into all truth. He is the spirit of truth that makes us free. And this is in John 8. You can see John 8, 32 through 36, 16 through um, 13. Learn how to defeat discouragement with the overpower overcoming power of God's grace speaking faith love filled words is good but those words have to be directed to a target pain, sorrow and all the other hindrances 
are overcome with the grace-filled words of your testimony, not positive confession. Wow. And you know, for a while there, I, I used to think that um, positive confession worked because I would see people that say, oh, well, we confess this, and you would see the results that they act, that it, it seemed like it worked. But as I started to um, read the word and from the teaching that we receive here, it's really the word of God that works and his principles. But God is no respect of persons. So if people that are not of the kingdom, they decide to use his principle, it's still going to work. So I found that out too. But it's better to be in the kingdom, let me tell you, <laughs> and have it work for you, right? So cast out fear with his, um, he cast out fear with his perfect love, then annihilated the atmosphere of doubt, rejection, unbelief, and all the rest of the devil's debris with praise, worship, the joy of the Lord. So basically, um, what the book is saying here, it says, I want to read that again, to cast out fear with his perfect love. Then you annihilate annihilate the atmosphere of doubt, rejection, unbelief, and all the rest of the devil's debris with praise, worship, and the joy of the Lord. These are the stripes that were experienced. This, these are the stripes that we experience as sons. We have the grace to overcome because Jesus did. And those are our tools that we use. Praise, worship, and the joy of the Lord. Those are our spiritual tools that we can use to overcome those different debris, you know, that stuff that flies at us. <laughs> so, um, although he was a son, he learned, this is active, special, obedience through what he suffered. So Jesus went through everything we did, plus more, and I say plus more because no person, one person, went through all that he went through. He faced every type of sin. Wow, and defeated it. That's just, woo, to me amazing. Wow. And he completed, making him perfectly equipped, perfectly equipped. He became the author and the source of eternal salvation to all those who give heed and obey him. And that's in Hebrews 5, 8 through 9, and that's in the Amplified uh, Classic Version. Some Christian camps automatically disregard activities and exercises of faith, such as were just described. The concept of suffering, especially of sickness and disease, becomes amplified over faith as a, a badge of honor, with faith being reduced to an idealistic, um, martyred mindset. I must suffer this attack because God allowed it. I'm going to learn so much from it. God wanted me to go through it doesn't say all that, but I can hear it, you know. Stop blaming God. He gave you the authority. You are the one that allows all of that. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they, they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Matthew 18, 18 uh, through 20. And that's the New King James Version. And also see Mark 
16, 5, 15 through 18, 1 Peter 2, 20 through 24, James 5, 13 through 16, and Hebrews 12, 11 through 13. As I write these sentences, I can hear the Lord speaking to me. And he asked me, let's see what he asked. <laughs> what kind of suffering did I endure as a man? Was I sick? So was Jesus sick? I don't remember that in the Bible. Was I poverty stricken? No. I don't remember that either. Was I tormented by demons? I remember him casting them out. <laughs> they were tormented. <laughs> oh, what, my lady, did I carry in my body? Was I disease written or in debt? No. I answered every temptation with the words of my father. I exercised the power of our covenant, taking on his strength to overcome every human weakness and demonic attack. I learned obedience through my experiences with persecution, derision, which is mockery, um, or teasing, doubt, scoffing, mockery. Oh, there, it was in there. Okay. <laughs> and because I had to look up some of these words, you know, I'm not going to, when I read things and I don't understand what they mean, I just write out the definition. So it gives me the full understanding of it. So um, I had my, like I said, my little work, my little partner, Carissa, helping me. <laughs> Um, on some of these words and the religious foolishness of others I learned to say only what my father said in the face of every trial this is what Jesus did he learned that so that means that he wasn't lazy he actually <coughs> excuse me went through the word and studied it and learned how to use it when the enemy would throw things at him every temptation was rebuked by doing only what I saw him do. I chose compassion, mercy, kindness, love, faith, submission, humility, and obedience over self. Wow. That means that we can do it too. Because if he did it, he gave the example, we can do it. Then on the cross, I overcame every single sin, sickness, disease, poverty, spirit, poverty, spirit, lack, deception, and terror that the devil has in his arsenal. I suffered for you. I paid your debts and the price for your redemption with my blood. I overcame so that you can do the same. Isn't that beautiful? Wow. What did Jesus suffer? He experienced the rejection of mankind, but he didn't let anything that he experienced stop him from obeying the Father's will. He overcame the feelings of emotions and desires of his flesh. He did not follow his emotions. He remained Holy Spirit led the walk of the Spirit. That's what we learned last night. It's, it's, it's amazing how everything ties into what our apostle is speaking, what the pastor is speaking. She is the pastor. She wrote it. But it was what Holy Spirit is speaking. Everything ties in. Consider these words. Spend some time worshiping our amazing God. Then prepare for victory. Thank you, Jesus. Or thank you, Lord Jesus, is what it says. <laughs> that was beautiful. I think that was magnificent. You know, like I said, um, feel free to comment. But when you read this, it just, your spirit leaps. Oh, we have a question? Yay! Or comment? 
I had a comment. I okay. was going to just okay. make a slight adjustment here. Okay. Um, that that I agree with oh, you about the power of that chapter. There's. Um, he has the uh, mic for you. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> All right, we're we're getting there. We're gonna, go. we're gonna be All on right. target by the time this is over. <laughs> um, what came out for me as you were reading that chapter, and and probably in the in the course of everything that um, uh, that was being read tonight, is it was still a little fuzzy for me about why our faith pleases God. Mm -hmm. And as you were reading that, all of a sudden, I could see how, um, I remember as when I was a parent and had young children, and when they obeyed or did something you were encouraging them to do, mm -hmm. or stepped out, how excited you got that they were trying. Whether they succeeded or not, you got excited that they were trying. Right. And so all of a sudden, as you were reading that, I could see the Father um, being excited about our steps of faith, whether or not we did it right, whether or not we... Um, spoke it right, but just the fact that we tried yeah. to uh, to speak his word to the situation, mm -hmm. to um, remember what we had learned about uh, how a model after what Jesus did, he saw, he watched what his father was doing, mm -hmm. he listened to what his father was saying, and then, as you just recently, he recalled all those lessons from the Torah and the Psalms. Mm -hmm. And he incorporated them mm -hmm. into how he walked and, and, and how, how he did things. So I'm not saying it very well, but I'm no. just saying thank you for... Um, reading that with with such feeling because I think that uh, helped give me a whole um, new understanding of why I need to do and Dr. Baker was talking about that last night mm -hmm. faith is doing yes and I've, I'm just beginning to feel more courage welling up on me to do it. <laughs> thank you for sharing Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know as I was, I actually can um, chime in here because as I was reading this, I felt the same way. I was like, whoa. It just gave you that, you know, that encouragement. And I know as a, even as me as a parent, uh, when my daughter does something that, you know, I've told her to do, I'm like, yes. So I can't imagine how God is with us. You know what I mean? When we do what he says do, and <laughs> without fear, we just step out in faith. Sometimes we're a little shaky, but he just says, do it. you can do it, right? He, I mean, all these examples of what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to walk in the word, man, I can, I can imagine. Because God, I, I mean, he even laughs at us or laughs with us. 
I know some of you experienced that. <laughs> so it's, it's truly a relationship. So I, I understand. Thank you for sharing. Go for it. Okay. And I just I want, I want to chime in okay. also. A lot of times, and many of you have been in here, and, and uh, we can expand and we can open up the word, but it's so simple. And Apostle Baker, she has said this on it a number of times. She says, you got one job, and your job is to believe the word of God. It's, you know, it, it's so simple. He makes it so simple. Everything is laid out before us. We just have to open it up, study. It's like, okay, this is what we do. This is what we don't do. This is what we do. This is what we don't do. That's, we have one job, and that's to believe. Wow. Very simple. All right. And I just, and again, I want to, I want to reiterate, we did not consult, so it's just falling all in line. So, so what do we do next? This is our instruction manual. This is how we become a kingdom citizen. Look at that. Jesus said, you're not listening. Let me say it again. Unless a person submits to this original creation, the wind hovering over the water creation, the invisible moving the visible, a baptism into a new life, it's not possible to enter God's kingdom. When you look at a baby, it's just that, a body that you can look at and touch. But the person who takes shape within it is formed by something you can't see and touch the spirit and it becomes a living spirit so don't be surprised when i tell you that you have to be born from above out of this world so to speak you know well enough how the wind blows this way and that you hear it rustling through the trees but you have no idea where it comes from or where it's headed next that's why it is the way that everyone goes with the, I added a couple words there because I blew it. <laughs> I'm trying to make it sound smooth. I'll just read it. That's the way it is with everyone, born from above by the wind of God and the Spirit of God. And that's according to John 3 5 to 7. Citizenship in the kingdom comes first by receiving the free gift of salvation offered through Jesus Christ. Our first birth is in the earth which makes us citizens of the planet. Our human blood is proof of our legal right to live on the earth. The blood of Jesus is proof of our legal right to be born again with heavenly citizenship. To become a citizen of the kingdom, our human spirit must again be united with God's spirit. We are born again from the unseen realm above when the Spirit of God joins us to himself, see John 17, 20 to 21, and Romans 8, 9 to 11. When we receive the saving power of God's love, we step into a blood covenant relationship with the King. Our days of hopelessness have ended. Woohoo! Yes. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Ian, well, let's put some emphasis on that. Bye-bye. He once again has the right to release his grace into our lives through the finished work of the cross of his son, Jesus Christ. We now have relationship and legal citizenship in heaven as evidenced by the entrance of the Holy Spirit into our very bodies, claiming us as kingdom territory. Yeah. I can't be territory. excited about that. Yeah, you know, from where we come from, where we are now, hello. And that's according to, I sound like Minister Al. <laughs> Ephesians 2, 11, 19, 19. 
We are legally released from our former identity, yes, as enemies of God and children of the devil. And Jesus becomes our Savior and our Lord, restoring us to our relationship as God's children and the Lord's property. We have a new owner. Yes. And our owner owns everything. (laughs) So we see 1 Corinthians 6 to 19, 2 Corinthians 1, 22, Philippians 3, 18 to 20, 18 to 20, and 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 19. And so God makes it possible for you and us and me and all of us to stand firmly (laughs) together with Christ. God is also the one who chose us and put his spirit in our hearts to show that we belong to only him. 2 Corinthians 1, 1 to 22. In the kingdom of God, we are not called subjects. We are sons. The Father King grants each of us the same privilege of sonship as Jesus, the first begotten. See John 1, 12, Romans 8, 14, Galatians 4, 6, Philippians 2, 15, 1 John 3, 1 to 2, and Revelation 1, 5. We are raised up with him. And he raised us up together with him and made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with him and the heavenly spirit by virtue of our being in Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, Ephesians 2, 6. Translated from the dark realm into the light, L-O. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified and made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in the light the father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of control and the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood which means the forgiveness of our sins yes colossians 1 12 14 and granted citizenship in the kingdom of heaven But we are citizens of the state, commonwealth, homeland, which is in heaven. And from it, we also earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as Savior. 21. Okay, I don't know what that number is there for, but I'm going to keep on. It says Savior 20. Period 21. Who will transform and fashion anew the body of our human humiliation to conform to and be like the body of his glory and majesty by exerting that power which enables him even to subject himself to everything or everything to subject to him philippians 3 20 to 21 here's our second lesson we become citizens of the great commonwealth of heaven when we receive the kingdom's gift of salvation and peace that comes through jesus in this earth Our citizenship includes delegated supernatural authority to supersede demonic influence with the power obtained for us through the blood of Jesus. Religion does not begin to describe the awesome identification our Father King has established for his children. No, it does not. Lose the religion. (laughs) It's, It's empty. I dare say receiving God's love is our genesis, meaning that our ability to think, see, and speak like God increases to the degree that we continually choose to pursue him as our only source of truth. Our confidence to step into the controversial teachings 
of his kingdom increases exponentially as we grow in the knowledge that our Abba Father's love for us individually is now the root of our st stability. Here is lesson three. Every kingdom, government, has a constitution. This is our constitution, the Bible, the Bible. <laughs> From this point on, regard your Bible as more than an app on your mobile device or a book of scriptures or poetries or just stories. The written word of God is the constitution for his kingdom, revealing the love of the king for his citizens. Every answer that you need is in the Bible. Every answer. Um, you, you don't know what to, when you say, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Open the Bible. It's there. The written word of God is the most important set of books you'll ever own. Keep the app if you want, but get used to reading from a print Bible with pens, highlighters, and a notebook nearby. The words contained therein are his covenant promises to his own people. Don't you want to know how great his passion is for you? Read the words of the prophet Isaiah as part of the preamble, and you will see the intent of the king. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government, I want, you, I want to emphasize, the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his go in government and peace, there shall be no end no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Isaiah 9, 6-7 Hear this now. Jesus is not a Christian. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Jesus is not a Christian. He never preached the message of Christianity or any other relig religion. No religion. Jesus preached the message of the kingdom of God. This is the government that he was born to carry upon his shoulders on earth, just as it is in heaven. Are you in? All right. Beautiful. Yes, I'm in. Yes, I'm in. And Frederick also said, yes. It's better to be in the kingdom. <laughs> it's better to be in the kingdom. And that, that's an opportunity for all of us to ask that of ourselves. Are we in? Do we want to be just a Christian? Do we want to know uh, religion? Do we want to walk in uh, zero power? Uh, I'm going to be like Dr. Baker. Pick to the no. <laughs> Pick to the no. Well, um, I can just say this, that um, when you read... When you read the word, it is exciting as you put more of the word in you. But also when you read someone that, uh, read a book where you know that really this is Holy Spirit read. That he, hmm. you know, I, I believe that he takes over the author's um, hands or however they type it or whatever they do and he pours through them on the pages what he wants. And you can truly um, glean that from Kingdom 101. Because I tell you, like I said in the beginning, um, my spirit just left. And you know the word of God is alive. And when you read this, it is alive. So I, I just, I, I commend our pastor, Pastor Wamzing Lee, for this, uh, for Kingdom 101. I believe this is her first 
Is this the first book? I believe this is our first um, book in, um, that will be published. But I can tell you, she probably has many more because this this is beautiful. And um, I thank you. I thank her. I thank the Lord for the gift that she is to us, to this body, and to um, each of us individually. Um, and what she put in the time that it took to pen this book. Because that's a sacrifice. But I'm sure she had a lot of fun with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> just from reading it, you know? So... Um, I just wanted to say that it was a pleasure um, filling in for her tonight. Um, and it was a pleasure working and reading with Diana, even though we didn't know. We did not know what chapters we were going to pick. And also Frederick. Thank you, Frederick. Um, and thank you guys for, you know, sharing your time with us. We really appreciate it. I was going to say, it is the Cardaway and Kemp show. We were supposed to say that in the beginning, but I had to throw it in. <laughs> I had to throw that in. Um, but we just filled in for the School of Supernatural tonight, and we thank you guys for your time, for listening, and we want to um, welcome you to contribute to the ministry. Um, the website is, to, to, to give a seed offering, it's www.astoundinglove.org or mtem.org. Either way, and then push that donate button so that you can give into the ministry because it's really producing some great things. I do want to add. I I just want to let you know that the book is. Uh, oh, I hello. Am I still here? The book. It, it, it will just expand your mind. And as I started off saying, this is an instruction manual. So if you want to move into the kingdom and operate in the things of God into the earth, I suggest get the book. This will tell you how to move step by step. And you pair that with the Bible. And I can tell you, you do the two together, you apply it, you will become an unstoppable force. Because we see what's going on in the world and what we don't need is more bystanders. What we need is people who are going to go out and do um, what we read and Holy Spirit paired this up together and I believe he I, I do have one last we don't have the time to read it and this is called this I was going to save it for the last it was um, the kingdom mind in action Th these are some I think it goes into um, these are some very good points it'll tell you what a kingdom citizen is what a kingdom citizen is not I believe we didn't don't have the, the um, time to to read all through through them, which means you need to buy the book to be able to read them. Um, but let me tell you, this is a book that can only come from Holy Spirit. This is a book that can only propel us forward, and this is a book that's going to make us a different. And we're not going to operate in the fear and the doubt and the anxiety and the victim mentality and the poor me and the everything that's bogging us down because when you apply this I believe it's going to be seen and that's what we need thank you guys I agree I agree. Um, I also want to invite you guys that are on Periscope that are called in on the free conference to our Sunday service it starts at 945 and it's the um, excuse me, Biblical Solutions for Life and who has that is our very own Apostle Dr. Baker and believe me, 
she definitely gives us biblical solutions for our life that we can actually walk out. So I invite you to come or come out to the ministry, join us on Periscope, and thank you for watching. Have a good night.